Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello. It feels very weird to do this. (laughs) I haven't recorded a podcast episode in months. The last series I left off, I think I was still in like not quite late 2020 but like end of summer 2020 and things have been busy like things have been mental and that's with managing lockdowns and pandemics and life changes and all kinds of things and I'm gonna be honest like work for me is busier than ever which I realise I am so fortunate and so lucky, Um, but it does mean I've had to scale back a few things and rethink how I'm running my businesses, because the truth is I I run two. Um, The photography I do is my primary work, it's what I do, you know, 80% of the time, but the education work I do is another business, and I have had to rethink and readdress certain balances so I don't know if you guys have noticed but I used to run a Facebook group and I recently shut that down I didn't delete it you can still see it if you are part of it but you can no longer comment and you can no longer add new content to it Um, reason simply being is that I was running out of time to do all the things Um, so things are changing, you may notice a few changes in the next couple of weeks, I am redoing a few things, but one thing that is coming back is this podcast, and I'm going to do another season of it, and it's going to be, like all always, a sort of mix of interviews and solo shows with um, me, and then interviews with people who I think are interesting and will be relevant to you as fashion photographers. So I'm really excited to be doing this. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to come out with a new season, but I'm sure that you guys will forgive me and I'm sure that you're all excited to finally get listening again. So this first episode of the season, because I'm going to use this as the kickoff episode, is going to be all about my monthly business expenses as a photographer. And I'm going to be honest, I stole this idea of an episode from my best friend Anna, who runs her own podcast um, about general business for creatives. It's called The Freelance Fix, if you want to go and listen to it. I highly recommend, even if you're a photographer, it's really, really good to listen to other business advice, and hers is fantastic. I've been a guest on it a few times myself, um, and she actually was a guest on this podcast a, a while back. So if you're interested in listening to her episode about her expenses, definitely go and listen. Like I said, it's the Freelance Fix podcast. You can search for it, it'll pop up everywhere. And she is by.rosanna on Instagram. Um, So yeah, expenses. Like running a business costs money. And I don't think when you first get into photography, you realise that. Like, there are going to be things you need to spend money on pretty much every month and sometimes once a year. 
um, in your business. And I've just thought of another one that I'm gonna quickly jot down because as I said, there are quite a lot of things that we don't necessarily realize. And I'm not saying that this list is going to be exhaustive or that I'm not missing something out. There will be things that I have probably forgotten, but what I did was basically went through a month's worth of my business expenses. I think I looked at like January or December and went through and wrote down what things do I spend and buy and pay for every single month without fail that are essential to my business as a fashion photographer. So the first one is my website. I um, host a website on Squarespace and I have had my website on Squarespace for a very, very long time now. I used to, I think I remember when I very first made my website, I used something called Format, and that is spelt the number four, O-R-M-A-T dot com. Um, I think I made my first oliviabostert.com website about 12 years ago. Like, I was really young, um, and I used Format because that was what a lot of people were using, and it's still around, and I see it around still, and I think it's very good. Um, it's very simple, and it's definitely very geared at photographers. Um, I... I personally just use Squarespace, it's because I used to run a magazine and we used to host our website on Squarespace, so I know the platform pretty well. And that was just kind of the one I went with when I signed up to my website. So every single month I pay for my website. I used to pay for it annually and I, for some reason, I don't know why, but I now pay for it monthly. Um, I think it is cheaper to pay annually if you can afford to pay it fully up front. Um, I clearly don't know why I'm not paying for it on in one go, but um, yeah, I'm paying for it monthly. That's definitely something I'm doing at the moment. So that is one of my monthly business expenses. And they, they have plans that vary like throughout. This, this is not sponsored by any of these companies, by the way. I'm not sponsored at all for this podcast. So I am just recommending what I use, um, but they have all kinds of plans. I think I'm on the lowest paying plan, to be honest, with my website, because I don't think I need any of the fancy features. So don't ask me what I'm paying. I didn't actually check <laughs> what the figures were before recording this. I just wrote down what I was actually paying for. Didn't write down the numbers. If you would like me to tell you what I'm paying for certain software, feel free to message me and I can tell you, I'm sure. Um, and the next thing that I pay for every single month and that I consider a non, um, what's the word? Uh, I've gone blank. The thing I pay for that is non-negotiable, that's the word, is QuickBooks. Um, there are loads of different accounting softwares out there, but I use QuickBooks, um, it's, again, it's just the one I signed up for when I started looking for accounting software. I think they had a really good deal at the time where your first six months were like three pounds a month or something. Um, and still, like right now, I think QuickBooks is probably only eight pounds a month or something like that. So it's really not very expensive. But oh my goodness, does it make my life so much easier. I do pay for accountants to do my uh, taxes every year but um, I like to do my own bookkeeping and I like to stay on top of my money. I am a big, big advocate of knowing what your finances are doing and being in control of your finances. If you haven't already read the book Profit First, you should. I highly recommend it. It changed my life. But yeah, so I pay for QuickBooks every month and I use that to 
manage my finances, to see what's coming in, what's going out, to um, keep track of everything, to host receipts, um, and see if, and the, the great thing I love about QuickBooks, it tells you what it predicts your tax um, fee will be every year, and it can calculate your profit and loss for you, uh, and it, a quick a click of a button, you can see how your business is performing, basically, and whether you're making a profit, whether you're making a loss, whether you're breaking even, all those things. So I really recommend it and I really rate it. Like I said, there are other softwares out there. You don't have to use QuickBooks. It's just the one that I like, that I use personally. Uh, the next thing on my list is my phone bill and my internet. I pay for my phone bill through my company and I, well, company, my business. I don't have a limited company. Um, and I also pay for the internet in our house through my business because they are both business expenses for me. I need my phone and I need um, to, you know, to take calls with clients and to be able to use Instagram um, on my phone and to be able to do emails on the go. So my phone is definitely part of my business. And then the internet in our house is equally part of my business. So that goes through the business. Um, my partner also uses our internet, but I pay for it through my business. Um, the next thing on my list is Backblaze cloud storage. This is really important and I'm looking into more in more information on my backup systems at the moment. So I might be recording an episode about how I back up everything soon. But for the time being, I'll give you a quick rundown on what I do. I have Backblaze, which is a cloud software running on my computer at all times and it backs up both my computer and my external hard drives at all times. So all of my files are kept on Backblaze in a cloud, which means I can access all my files, even my raw files at any time that I need to. So I pay for that every month and it's not very expensive again, but it is absolutely essential. Um, so I happily pay for that each month. The next one is Adobe Cloud um, subscriptions. So we're photographers, we need Lightroom, we need Photoshop. Um, I actually also have Premiere and Lightroom, and Lightroom, InDesign and all those kinds of things. Um, you can have different packages, but I, I think I pay for it in full to be honest, because I do actually use most of the Adobe software. So I pay for Adobe every month, the Creative Cloud subscription, um, and that's great. I also pay for Dropbox every month, which is similar to Backblaze um, in that it's a cloud storage um, software. I'm sure you've all heard of Dropbox. I use Dropbox to, well, I have been up until now, I have been using Dropbox to not only store files on, but send my files to my clients. Interestingly enough, I have recently been testing out something called Pixie Set, which is a online software, actually I think mainly, mostly used by like wedding photographers and portrait photographers, but I've been trying to um, refine the way I send my images to my clients and make it more of an enjoyable experience. And Pixie Set so far, Seems like it could be a really good solution and it puts your images in pretty galleries and you can sort of brand it and make it look lovely. I'm on a free trial right now, I'm testing it out, so I will let you know how I go with it, but so far I really like it and I think my clients really like it as well. So I may be also 
adding pixie set to my monthly slash, slash annual expenses very soon. Uh, the other thing that I pay for that I wanted to mention, I actually pay for my um, professional indemnity and public liability insurance in full every year, but I felt like it was an important thing to mention in a business expenses episode. Even though I don't pay for it monthly, um, I really encourage you if you don't already have business insurance, it varies country to country, but in the UK, we need to have public liability and professional indemnity insurance. Public liability is the most important one, I would say, because um, if anything happens to one of your clients, to have public liability insurance is really important. Um, And then professional indemnity is also equally important, I think, but definitely look into it. Um, I go through an insurance broker to get mine. If you would like more information on the broker I use specifically, feel free to send me a message on Instagram or email and I will forward you on. Um... And then the next thing I pay for monthly and use heavily is a online software called later.com, which is used for scheduling Instagram posts. I pay for this every month and I do use it. I really like this one. I use another one for a different thing and later is really, really good. Uh, I really like the way you can display your grid and see how it's going to be posting in real time. Um, The automatic scheduling posting function is fantastic. Um, I actually schedule all my posts in advance and they go up automatically. Don't even need to think about it. So it's great when I'm like busy and I'm on set or anything like that. My Instagram can keep going in the background while I work. So I I definitely pay for it. And if you're not already using some kind of software to plan out your social media um, and you want to do that, Later is a really good one. Another one that I can recommend is Planoly. It's another one that I use for my other account and it is very, very good. Um, The next thing I use, which is a slightly more unknown one, but I wanted to mention is... um, a database called Diary Directory. And if you're in my Pitching with Confidence course, you will know all about Diary Directory and how I use it because I've gone into it in loads of detail in the course. But essentially, Diary Directory is a PR um, directory. It was designed for public relations people, people in the event space, people in the fashion industry who need to get a hold of editors, who need to get a hold of other PR agents or brands or people who work for brands. And I subscribe every month to it because I use it to find out who I need to email at a magazine or who I need to email within a brand or who works specifically for a certain brand at a different PR agency. Um, And it's been a game changer for me in terms of speeding the process up of knowing who to get in touch with. If you are interested in learning more about pitching in general, I do have loads of free content on my website, um, oliviabossetteducation.com about pitching and there is a free pitching template that you can download there. And of course, if you want to take it way further and you really want to get into pitching heavily, my Pitching with Confidence course is always available and you can buy it anytime. Um, okay, next thing on my list, there's a lot of things on this list, is the Business of Fashion website. And this is something that I don't think is necessarily as critical to my business, but is definitely an expense that I currently choose to make. 
Um, Business of Fashion is the biggest, most well-known, or at least the one I enjoy reading the most, news website to do with the fashion industry. And it's really important to me as someone who works in the fashion industry to know what's going on and to be aware of changes and to be aware of, you know, people getting appointed at different designers or to be able to see, just see the latest news. And um, Business of Fashion do a lot of free content. You can get sort of the gist of most articles for free. But if you want to read the more in-depth posts or the get access to more features, you can pay a quarterly or monthly or annual fee. Um, so I pay for that and I've subscribed to that and I read Business of Fashion at least once a week. I log in and have a good read and make sure I know what's going on and read through any articles that I think would be interesting. Okay, and then, so what I've mentioned f- so far has primarily been fixed costs, um, not variable costs. So if you're into business, you will know that, you know, there are things in business that are always going to be spent every month. All the things I've mentioned so far are things I pay for every month without fail, but every single month there are always things that you might not necessarily expect that you're going to need to pay for or that come up, you know, every couple of months or every other month. Um, so I've, I've listed a few examples here of things that tend to be variable costs within my business month on month, but it's things like kit, you know, like I'll need to upgrade an umbrella or I'll need to buy a new tethering cable or I'll need to buy a new modifier for my light or I don't know, like there'll be something. Every month there tends to be something. For example, last month I um, bought the outer, <laughs> it's really do- really boring, the, um, the frame for my scrim. I have a Lasterlite skylight, which is a um, two, by, two meter by two meter large square diffusion basically Um, and I had the sheet for it but I didn't have the frame for it so last month I think it was 120 pounds or something I bought myself the frame so that I could use it properly because up until now I'd been sort of hijacking it and making it work on random things um, and sort of hanging up the scrim in random ways and it was working but having the proper frame is definitely good so I, I upgraded to that and there are always last minute purchases as well, like upgrading, I don't know, hard drives or SD cards, things like that. So, you know, variable costs each month, they will vary. Some months there are none, some months there are lots. Um, the next thing on my list is paying for studios. I like to produce a lot of creative work and editorial work. And a lot of the time that does mean me investing some of my own money into those shoots. Last month, for example, I booked a studio in London for a day and produced an editorial there, and that came out of my business bank account. So studios, again, it will vary. Some months I will do a shoot in a studio, some months I won't. Some months it will be paying for train tickets for people to come out to a location somewhere instead of paying for a studio. The costs of doing business can really change month on month. And then finally on my list, I have the cost of film and developing and scanning that film. Um, I love shooting film. I shoot a lot of film, mainly for personal work. 
Um, and that costs money. <laughs> and each month there tends to be at least one or two purchases of film stock, either from Amazon or from an independent website, depending on where I can get what I need. And then inevitably, there will be the cost of sending that film off to a lab to be developed and scanned if I'm not scanning it in myself. So there you go. I hope that was interesting. I just wanted to share sort of a behind the scenes look at the things that I personally pay for each month within my photography business. And you know, you might have more, you might have less. It doesn't really matter, really. These are the things that keep my business going. And if you're new to running your photography business, this is kind of a snapshot of what you should be expecting to pay for at some point down the line, if not immediately within your business. So I hope that was interesting. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed listening to it, come and let me know over on Instagram. My handle is at Olivia Bossert Education. I would love to hear from you. If you think you have a friend who would like to listen to this podcast as well, I would really appreciate you sharing it with them. Referrals are the best way the podcast gets more listeners, so I would be eternally grateful to you if you could do that. If you want to continue to learn with me, my website is oliviabossardeducation.com where I've got loads of freebies, blog posts, you can download a free pitching template, and I've even got a free online workshop as well. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like me to cover or anyone you think I should interview, feel free to send me an email or just a DM on Instagram. My email address is info at oliviabossert.com and my Instagram handle, like I said earlier, is at oliviabossert education. I will see you in the next episode. Bye!